0: I start gonna be like yeah drive an hour and a half in traffic to uh my shitty podcast <laughs> here you go um oh, oh i think we're we're live and running
1: <laughs> Dude, you always start so quick
0: I, I try to like sneak it up on people i know because there's no like all right here we go are you ready take a deep breath <laughs> right?
1: no that's true i mean even at the top of, i was just listening to the last one we did and even at the top i was like running around my room trying to like sit yeah. down and you were like it's already happening yeah just, just, just sit here i like
0: I do that when I work out, like when I'm going for like a heavy lift, I'll like sneak it up on myself. So I like don't have time to overthink it. Yeah, like I'll just be doing it before I'm in that. it's a good way to get out of your own head.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And I find that it helps with the podcast for me too. like yeah. I get nervous about them and I'm just like, just go.
1: I, I mean, it's nice uh, as opposed to the last one we did, which I was already kind of telling you this before we started recording. But I listened to the one that we did in July yeah. of 2020. Yeah, so it was like a year and a half ago. So a lot has changed. It's it like at that point I was really nervous because it was also the first time we'd ever hung out in person. Yeah. Um. Well, in general, we really only like yeah. Had, we've
0: just been like DMing and stuff. Yeah. And just be yeah. like, I like your podcast. Yeah. Cool.
1: Thanks. You do like serial killer <laughs> shit. That's awesome. And we didn't really have like a real friendship at that point. Yeah. And but I was like nervous then and because it was like very early into the pandemic so I was like awkward being around I know people. you were the first person I had in my house that wasn't like within the family You're like
0: I have masks we can wear if you want to I know no one I was knew like oh uh, welcome
1: go to my house and you just sat down and started recording I was like wait I'm showing you things in my room like this is where I like sleep and this yeah. is a picture of Nick Cage and, <laughs>
0: and that's a pillow of Nick Cage <laughs> right? and, that's and that's another pillow of Nick yeah.
1: Cage and that's four more pillows of Nick <laughs> Cage um yeah. No, it I mean it's cool though that we're sitting down and doing this because I was thinking about it too on the way here that I was like not only because now you and I have a different relationship because yeah. we're like homies now mm-hmm. and we hike and stuff and we go to parties. We go to parties actors. We, we went to one party, <laughs> yeah, party. that yeah. had no furniture and we sat on the <laughs> bare floor. <laughs> yeah. It was fun though. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, I was just like, just listening to the difference in a year and a half, not only in the world and the pandemic, but mm-hmm. also in like our careers, because yeah. you had a big shift and mm-hmm. now I have a big shift. And yeah,
0: we have a lot to to unpack. I know.
1: I'll let you run it, I guess, because well, I was podcast. thinking about it
0: because you're my first repeat guest. And I'm really thankful that really? you're because, yeah, I really idolize like I listen to certain podcasts and I really like the ones who have a few people who pop on. Every few months. Yeah. And it's like this re- and you get to know not only the host who you kind of feel like is your best friend mm-hmm. in this really unreciprocated way. <laughs> right. But you know also their relationship. You're like, oh, that person's back. Like, cool, it's gonna be a good one. Yeah. So I'm excited to to start doing that. And I realized I can't really ask you the you know, the true opening question of the podcast because you've already answered it. I
1: could tell you I was doing when I was eight. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so I thought about this and I
0: have two I have two options for like the repeat guest. I'm trying to think about which one I want to go with. And I think
1: you can
0: test them both out on me. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start with one and we'll see if it backfires and then we will okay. go to the next one. Okay, but I'm gonna stay on theme and I'm gonna say. So, if you were given the opportunity...
1: How do you know that this mic is on? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to just cut you off.
0: <laughs> yeah, I always check. There's, you can see the levels. Oh, okay. Say something.
1: Hello. Hey, we're good. Oh. <laughs> Mine has a switch, so I just was like, well, shit.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I'm in the middle of a podcast I'm I really hope this is recording. <laughs> Dude,
1: I did that recently and I, we did about an hour and 15 minutes. And then I realized that one of, like, the, their mic was off.
0: That's <laughs> so it's just you? Oh, God. Monologue. And then
1: we had to redo it and then it was very rushed and stressful. And then it was like, not fun.
0: But. I, that happened to me with Hayes McEachern, and we had to restart it. And it was actually better the second time around. You right. know, like when you like deleted a paper in college, you're like, fuck. But then right. it's better because you actually have to do more work. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Happy accidents.
1: Sorry. So, the, the, so question. the question.
0: Since we're both in these kind of career shifts, which we'll get into, you get to predict where you're going to be in seven years in an ideal way. Ooh. What does that look like? Is that a good question? Well, first of all, I,
1: I'm going to answer your question. And it's not like I win did. the lottery. No, <laughs> yeah. no. Um, do you like? Is there something with the number seven? Is that your favorite number? No, I'm.
0: I, I picked the original first question based off that, like Latin. You know, show me the boy at seven, and I'll show you the man.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm that's, not familiar with things uh, that are smart. I explain it to
0: like every other guest. I should probably explain it to every <laughs> oh. guest. Um, <laughs> But it's this. Yeah, it's attributed to like Socrates, but probably wasn't him or maybe it was Aristotle. No one really knows. But (laughs) (laughs) somebody who knows more than me. It's like, give me the boy at seven and I'll show you the man. So I say, give me the child at seven and I'll show you the adult because it's implying that everything in the nature and nurture of your upbringing until the age of seven essentially sets you up to be the person you're going to be. Gotcha. So you can find these parallels between your seven-year-old self right. and yourself now if you're still being true to like your core of like what your likes and dislikes and predilections and, you oh, know. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I always, it's kind of my little secret question because I like trying to then tie back and figure out, so what did that person tell me about the, when they were seven and like what are they doing now and how do I kind of see the influences and departures right. and.
1: Okay. Um, and then this one is. This in, one's just. Me in seven years. Yeah. Okay. So it's. Future thinking. 2028 yeah (laughs) we're there Um, on mars yeah right (laughs) pretty much (laughs) um it's the dust bowl all over again basically um okay so while moving next september so 10 months from now to atlanta Uh and we're opening up the, uh, me and my coworker and air opening up the Daniel Hoff agency Atlanta branch. Yeah. It's very um, exciting. Yeah. It's super, uh, nerve wracking and exciting. And uh, I have a lot of, it's becoming close enough that now I'm starting to panic. Right. Um, just because I'm like, do I have enough time to do everything I want to do? Um, but that being said, we are going to start just with two years to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And then, um, either, you know, just, 'Cause we figure it'll take two years to get it kind of standing on its feet. Yeah. Whether that means we stay or pass it off. Um, I have a feeling that as much as I love Los Angeles, like the intention is like we could return if we want to. Uh, knowing me, I'm probably not coming back. Mm. So, um, I mean, I'll be back to visit, but like, will I be in Atlanta? I don't know. It's seven yeah. years from now. Ideally, no okay and that's not because anything to do with atlanta because i have a (laughs) feeling i'm gonna fall in love and stay for a very long time yeah but you know i came to la with the intention that i was like i'm not gonna spend all my 20s here because i want to explore more like the only reason i didn't move to chicago like all my friends did is because I know that city already. I mm-hmm. wanted to go get to know another city. Okay. And so being in Atlanta is gonna, and that was why I jumped at the Atlanta thing, because I was like, oh, I'll be 29. I'll just barely skirt out yeah. <laughs> the last <laughs> year of my 20s. Yeah. I'll be, it'll be like six months of me in yeah. my 20s. Um, but I, so I, I doubt that I'll settle down in Atlanta. I'll probably then be on to the next city. Um, mm. And with how things are going right now, we can do so much remotely. And especially through Atlanta, it's gonna be it's a lot more remote. Yeah. Um, as far as a lot of the people that work in Atlanta are from neighboring um states. It's like a tri state area. I exactly. Yeah. And so it's like at that point I could probably just do all sorts of shit on the west or uh east coast. Mm-hmm. So I ideally seven years.
0: You'll be thirty-six, 35? thirty-five, thirty-five.
1: five. Thirty five. Yeah. yeah. Because um, I'm 28 now, yep. and so hopefully I'm a little bit more stable of a human being. Um, <laughs> You're very stable. <laughs> well, she's rickety, but she <laughs> but she don't break. Um, but, but she can fly. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like flying Spirit Airlines yeah. <laughs> with Marta. But um, <laughs> that analogy can work in so many ways. Yeah. But um, but yeah, hopefully, like um, I foresee that I'll either be further into this career or somehow blossom into some other creative yeah. part of the like i don't think i would ever like let go of being an agent mm-hmm. but packing on like podcast stuff and like you know yeah. more creative things would be ideal i do see myself at some point moving to the pacific northwest which i know is the very opposite of the east coast but i like it there it's nice
0: up there i know if you can deal with the, the weather
1: i love rain like i love rain
0: all the time though
1: i prefer it mostly
0: <laughs> i'm a rain person
1: i like it because uh, then then you appreciate the sun here i'm learning to resent it you know what yeah, i mean me too. So, i don't like
0: hot i'm like what am i doing here
1: no i hate it i and that's where and i'm about to move to the stickiest place ever yeah but, it's humid there but there's gonna be at least some seasons so i'm like looking forward to that um yeah but yeah i don't know i mean
0: sounds like you're open
1: I'm, well i'm open because it goes back to my answer of like The seven-year-old me was what I... I only know this because I just listened to it. Yeah,
0: (laughs) refresh my memory.
1: (laughs) I I had said at seven, I was drawing pictures of myself because it was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I didn't have an answer because I've always been like, I'm going to be me and life's going to take me where life takes me. So like... That's great. I've, you know, I've I've never really had anything... Okay, let's... (laughs) I've never had anything that I've technically... Like, I know people who are very like poignant and like this is my drive and this is where I'm going singular goal exactly which is great because you can you know you're basically building like a really really tall ladder Mm -hmm. which is awesome me I'm like I just want to make like a really big mound (laughs) and just keep (laughs) throwing shit onto that mound and so I'll take opportunities when they come which the Atlanta thing came in a conversation and the decision was made in like Two seconds. Yeah. And that's just because when life throws me opportunities, I'm just gonna like go with them. So it's yeah. hard to say what I'm necessarily like striving for because
0: I get that though, because you know? I'm less concerned about the specifics and more about like the underlying intentions. Yeah. And like what I'm getting out of it. Like in I, I haven't even thought about this question for myself, but like I would I would want to I would be thinking more about like how I'm being fulfilled creatively and professionally and not like what specific
1: job is doing
0: that like i'll be a truck driver if i'm fucking happy like you know i don't care yeah so it would be more about just navigating my own sense of personal well-being and professional well-being
1: yeah exactly so i
0: totally get that because i'm i bounce around all the time from creative project to creative project and yeah i've you know fallen into different career paths and I'm pretty set on this one. I figure I got to give it another like 10 years or so.
1: <laughs> right. Well, well, and it's funny because now that I know you, like when we did this podcast before, all I knew about you was acting. So I just assumed that was like, yeah, a, you know, a goal forever. Yeah. And whereas then I had you on my podcast, which hasn't come out yet, but that's when i was like whoa you lived in jordan and like designed theme parks like what the fuck and then you're like yeah and then i just like people were like you could act and i was like okay now here you are like having a good little
0: different than that no i don't know i
1: know but um but that makes sense that you're that way too that you just take opportunity yeah i mean i I
0: like to mix things up like you i don't like to be too stagnant and like i like to bounce and whether that's look geographically or, you know, within the job market, the industry, because yeah. I, you know, I get bored and I need to freshen things up and it's, there is a line between the lead, like bouncing before it gets difficult, you know, like the beginning yeah. stages of something is always fun and exciting and then it kind of, get down to brass tacks and you're like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> right. And if you leave then, that's not good. But if you like complete something, yeah. bring it to fruition, like you go to Atlanta, you, you build up this agency, it's successful and you're like, okay, I can pass this off to my successor
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then I'll go to New York or I'll start my own thing or, yeah. you know, there's a million ways you could get into management you know talent management like specifically or, right um because a big part of the agency that's opening in Atlanta is TV and film right
1: yeah we're doing both commercial and TV and film and so that's like not only will I be able to you know move up in my career in the sense that I get to like have my own baby under a safety net yeah. thank god which is the dana Hall agency baby. Yeah. <laughs> but um <laughs> but I get to kind of like do my own thing um in in the area that I already am familiar but the ideal thing especially coming from production and loving film and television like all I do is in I mean you've listened to me on so many walks where yeah, I'm just like yeah. we're talking movies tv like all or like shit. gone in
0: 60 seconds I, I, yeah, I know yes, <laughs> yeah. I love I love yeah. that
1: so like I feel like that's gonna be more of a creative side so I'm like really looking forward to, yeah you know because because it's easier for me like when I'm submitting commercials even though it's just like So-and-so is at a bonfire. Like, sometimes that gets really, like, you're like, oh, okay, so everyone can go into this. It's not, like, horribly creative. But I try to still be like, okay, so if this was a movie, like, who would I think is going to play this perfectly? So I try and not, you know, I try and narrow it down as much as I can without leaving anybody out. Um, But I think that'll be fun with theatrical because The final product is
0: more exciting, you know? Yeah. Because it's, like seeing Jace Lee in a Michelob Ultra spot its like amazing. That's She totally. looks amazing. She worked really hard for that. It's a big spot. She's probably really happy with the success but like there's another level of like, you know, booking your first TV show, like the becoming uh, like a recurring guest star then series yeah. regular, like huge leaps whereas commercials, like unless you're Jake from State Farm, there's yeah. kind of an upper limit to like the success you can get.
1: Well, and it's not even just that. It's also like, I mean, that's a really good example because it's not just that. It's like, she's not like when in commercials you're supposed to be relatable yeah and so you're just like kind of an everyday person Mm -hmm. um because they want it to be like everyday people buy this product but you're not a character so when you become like a role yeah i think that's a complete different level of acting and as well as being a part of that actor's journey Mm -hmm. so
0: it's interesting because i think when i started doing commercials I was trying to put on roles to like, because I had no idea what I was doing. I was figuring it out. It's so like, this is the goofy guy. This is this guy. And like, mm-hmm. I was really avoiding being myself as much as possible. Yeah. And the more I've gotten into this game, the more I've just been bringing me to each thing. That's like, I'm like, how can I inhabit yes. whatever is on their storyboard
1: well that's actually the way that it's not that it's that it's supposed to be done because everybody does it now their own way yeah but um i think that's usually what's more effective Mm -hmm. and when people start booking is because you're not the only actor who's told me that where they were like i thought i was supposed to like be a different person yeah. and all this stuff but then that doesn't seem relatable because then you're not real you're just you're throwing not. everything
0: at the wall and yeah like, something's sticking you're like this <laughs> is what
1: i assume this person would do instead yeah. of like this is who i would assume i am if i was this yeah. person which i think that's a huge thing totally that is important
0: which is also the case for your first roles in tv and film like They're not going to let you be Christian Bale and put on the crazy prosthetics and become Mm -hmm. a totally different physical person because you haven't earned it yet. You're going to play someone who's very close to you because you can authentically do that and it's not risky for them to be like, this guy doesn't have a lot of credits, but like He's that guy, so yeah. we'll throw him in.
1: Well, that's how they cast Jennifer Anderson and Friends. Was really? they like she, I I watched like the Friends Reunion and shit because <laughs> yeah. it was it was interesting. They talked about the casting. Because we're Rossum. all just like
0: clamoring for content right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. That was actually really good though. I thought it was gonna be like a reunion show, which I was like, God. Oh, that's what God. I thought. Yeah, like full, it, fuller house. No, it was like, oh God. Um <laughs> I got was, a lot to say about <laughs> that. I mean, I don't really, because I specifically have not watched it, <laughs> yeah. but the idea is like eye roll, in my opinion. Um yeah. but I what was interesting about that reunion show is it's it's actually more so a documentary about
0: oh, friends. Oh, that's cool. And then
1: they do games and they have guests come back. So like Tom mm-hmm. Selleck's there, like random yeah. he's like, what's up? And like, so that ended up, and then they like also have like them all old in so much like plastic surgery. Courtney Cox. Right. <laughs> they like cut between them doing table reads of scenes from like the first season to them the first season. Yeah. And you're like, oh God, you've changed. But well, they were all
0: like, early 20s they were they were babies
1: and so but what was cool about jennifer is she was the last one that they cast jennifer like you know (laughs) me and jen go way back um but no yeah jennifer aniston they were uh rachel was the last character that they cast and they like couldn't find anybody because so many people went out for it apparently and they were like she just walked in and was, like, her clumsy, adorable yeah. self. And Dropped like, her purse. Even so. before she, like, started doing anything, they were, like, this is her. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, how she got cast is just because her natural presence was, like, this is, like, yeah. the adorable, yeah. what we need. Yeah. So. that
0: makes sense. I mean, I think they were all nobodies for the most part.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, she, I think she was, like, the least known. Everybody else was kind of in stuff. I think. Yeah. But, at that time. But, like, not, not anything huge. Like, not, yeah. not who they are today, obviously. And that show
0: is, it was at that, that. Apex point of sitcoms mm-hmm. where like it was ninety four. Ninety four I mean Seinfeld,
1: mm-hmm. that, and
0: then like you had like the King of Queens and stuff that kind of came after it. Yeah. But that's when, you know, I don't know, they were making a million dollars an episode or something. That just was in- by the last season. Insane. And that was again
1: because of Jennifer Aniston Because yeah, she really? her agent negotiated a million dollars per episode and then all the other
0: we all actors got were like, Well, <laughs> we
1: should all be getting that. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> and so, you know, favored nations. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no, I, it, well, it's funny you bring up Seinfeld because I actually just started watching Seinfeld all the way through. I've seen majority of it because yeah. growing up, that's, we watched that and everybody loves Raymond. Right. It was on at night. Like, yep, yep. We, we sat down, we didn't eat dinner at the table, sat down on the couch mm-hmm. or floor. And watched it while we ate. So I've seen so many, but I've never watched it all the way through. So, and I'm currently watching it all the way through. Because what season are you on? I I'm started on, a
0: Seinfeld club in high school. So. Did you? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on big. season six. Okay, good. Um, so I've been it. burning through it. Yeah.
1: Because it's perfect to... watch. Well, 22 minutes? Like, yeah. yeah. They're so digestible and they're funny. And they're also like, I don't have to watch because... I mean, I'm watching, but... So much of it is just dialogue Mm -hmm. and like good writing Mm -hmm. that I can be working and like listening and enjoying. So that's how I've been able to work through so many seasons. But what's cool about that show compared to Friends is that somebody pointed this out to me, which is why I was like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to watch it is like Friends is like fun and good for like your 20s because that's what they are. They're Mm -hmm. their early 20s. I mean, unrealistic early 20s,
0: beautiful, giant loft. Right. And they're like pro (laughs) chefs and shit. But
1: um but so the comedy there is more about like early 20s, whereas like Seinfeld, my friend was like, now that we're all nearing our 30s or in our 30s, Seinfeld's more about like your 30s in the city. Your
0: neuroticism. Exactly. And like all and the so, stuff cropping up.
1: Sorry, I thought that was my phone. No, that's mine. My... I was reading all your texts. Um, <laughs> but so so that's been an interesting like comparison because I know there's like you're you're one or the other fan, whereas I'm like, no, I think they're both. I like both. Completely incomparable because it's completely different stories. Yeah. And different style of writing and everything. So, and It production. is very
0: different, even though it's like the same premise. It's a group of friends in New York. Right. But the tone is just so, Friends is like warm and cozy and like fun. Right, and, and like Seinfeld's goofy. Seinfeld's just like- more cold and like. It's
1: super pessimistic. <laughs> yeah, super pessimistic. Because like,
0: Larry David. It's right. him in a show. I know. With a little bit of Jerry Seinfeld's humor.
1: Which is funny now being a huge Curb fan and then watching Seinfeld and not, and like, because at the time when Seinfeld was on, mm-hmm. they'd have Larry David in randomly, but we didn't know who he was. He's George Steinbrenner. Well, he's George Costanza, yeah. but also like there's literally scenes where they're watching TV and it's Larry David on the TV like doing oh, really? the monologue. Which I never would have picked up on, but now I'm yeah. like, that's baby Larry David like <laughs> doing random random shit in the show, so it's fun to watch it that way. But.
0: So what kind of stuff, as you you know, you know prepare for this launch of this Atlanta agency?
1: Oh, sorry, a tangent. No, here. I like tangents, but <laughs> I, we should
0: talk about something <laughs> industry-related, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just curious what you're like trying to learn as you prepare yourself to be picking up theatrical clients, and like, are you? is there a learning curve, or are you just gonna go for it?
1: Um, there's a learning curve for sure. Um, it's a completely different approach mm-hmm. uh, to the industry. But uh, luckily, one of my best friends is our, the theatrical agent with us, Janelle. Yeah. Um, so she and I are pretty much on the phone like all day, every day. So we bitch about whatever <laughs> we're dealing with. Yeah. And so I get to hear what she goes through uh, and what I yeah. go through. So, so it's so, like, like osmosis. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, that's interesting you do this because we don't do that. Like that's mm-hmm. how and she's like, oh, yeah, in the commercials you do this, but we do that. And so, um, so I've learned like randomly stuff from her, but also... I mean, we're going to be, they're going to be giving us like training tips and stuff and like helping us practice and like learning breakdowns and stuff because it's a different system. We don't use Breakdown Express or Actors Access to the Mm -hmm. actor, Um, which is also interesting because the three biggies out here for us is mostly theatrical is Actors Access or to the agents um, reps is Breakdown Express. And then... Casting Frontier Mm -hmm. and L.A. Casting. Commercials primarily use L.A. Casting. Casting, I was talking to um, one of our main connections out in Atlanta is Jillian uh, from Michael Sanford Casting. Mm -hmm. She moved out there about like four years ago, five years ago, and started their casting office out there, and then she ended up making that her baby, so she stayed. Yeah, And so she has like her own. She still partners with him, but she has like her own casting out there. And so I've asked her like what's the industry like and like what do they use? They use totally different casting sites like LA casting sometimes there's a couple other ones I've never even yeah. heard of. Yeah. So that's going to be a learning curve. And so I also am like I don't know if breakdowns is out in Atlanta or if they use, you know, all sorts of different stuff. It's mm-hmm. a completely different hub. So I'm interested to see what the differences are there. Um and also like the style even in commercials Is different because they've been doing self-tapes even before pre-pandemic and it's not as quick of a turnaround because most people are flying in from Florida or Texas or Tennessee like that's like the main. So they do a
0: self-tape then they fly in if they book it. Right. Like she said most of the people
1: that she works with is mostly from Florida. So. Yeah, because they're
0: not just all in L.A. and able to drive to Santa Monica to do a self-tape right. tomorrow, you know, right. or not a self-tape, but an in- in-person casting.
1: Yeah. And like, whereas L.A. mostly stays in L.A. because, yeah. you know, it's There's such so a big hub. And, yeah. and it's all here. Whereas out there, um, it's not it's like the biggest hub on that side of the country. But also, I think it works because it's like, isn't Atlanta like the biggest airport <laughs> I think it's yeah, the biggest it's, airport in the nation. so It's
0: a big... Inter- Is it international?
1: It's international, yeah. yeah. So well, I know that, that like works. people in
0: Atlanta, actors in that area, like some people from LA will actually move to the, you know, the Southeast region because when the productions go there for the tax reasons, like New Orleans or Atlanta have been hotspots, mm-hmm. you know, they have their big names that they cast out of LA, but all the supporting roles they cast from the local area. Which right. is a much smaller talent pool, yeah. so you can grab those co-stars and guest stars, and then like supporting roles on feature films, much with much less competition than in LA, where every fucking person yeah. is trying for the same role you are on yeah. CSI, whatever,
1: right? You know, whatever it is today, yeah.
0: CSI Mars,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> I, yeah, no, that I mean, that's really true because I mean. Another hub that's getting really big right now is Utah. Really, like Utah is getting huge. What I want to go and to Utah, <laughs> I, right? I we've been I've been um we have a client who we're in Utah. I you know I, <laughs> I Utah. that's why I said Utah because I was like I actually don't know specifically. Um, I've never been to Utah. I've always wanted to, but it's beautiful. I know. I mean, I want to go to Bryce and Zion and all yeah. that. but um, yeah, no, I I just know I've been hearing people being like, oh yeah, I just like flew out to Utah to work or whatever, and so I guess that that i don't know if it's necessarily as big as atlanta is right now yeah. but i know that there's like a lot of work in utah at the moment
0: is it a tax break situation because it seems like they just moved to wherever the tax break
1: yes is. and i also have a feeling that it started happening more during the pandemic because there was less um intense like protocols mm. and that's part of the reason that Atlanta's like doing well is because during the pandemic you know la's we're i mean we're still in like still basically in a lockdown yeah and not lockdown but um like mandated masks yeah. and stuff. Whereas a lot of the rest of the country isn't. And especially during like the height of the pandemic, Georgia's the South. So they're like, let's just.
0: Yeah. Let's I went to a comedy over. show last night in Long Beach, big auditorium. And we had to wear masks. Mm-hmm. We had to, have to show a vaccine passport or whatever to get in.
1: A vaccine passport? Or
0: whatever it's called. Vax card. I don't <laughs> it's know. It's just
1: a card. <laughs> just like
0: retina scan me. <laughs> Like, I don't right. know.
1: They take your blood too, right? But the
0: opening comedian, it was John Mulaney's show, which was awesome. <gasps> yeah.
1: Oh, you told me you were going. Yeah. Oh my
0: and God. Um, the opening comedian came out. He's from New York. He's like, what are y'all doing in LA? Like, you're all wearing masks? Yeah. Like, we're, The rest of the country's open. Yeah. But at the same time, my mom runs co- COVID testing facilities in the Midwest. And she says, it's real bad right now so is it yeah all like the breakthrough cases and you know, people aren't getting as sick but they're spreading it and it's parents right. really bad in schools right now this yeah, is your public schools. service announcement people
1: right <laughs> yeah i heard schools is where it's like the biggest yeah. concern at the moment um, I know it's weird whenever I like go home uh, to Chicagoland area or a lot of my family's in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin's like what what pandemic. But yeah. huh? <laughs> the second like I remember we were driving up to Milwaukee uh, last time I was in town. So it was in October, I was going up for Oktoberfest and like Chicago was still very mask heavy and especially like i just got out of the airport and stuff but as soon as we got to a gas station over the border i was like oh i gotta grab my mask my friends were like we're in wisconsin like you don't have to <laughs> no, do that no, no. and sure enough i walked inside i was like oh no one has yeah. it yeah okay. where well, you
0: feel judged because you have one You're like i can't do anything I know, right i like- <laughs> it's weird because
1: i'm like god oh, that's not what i'm used to yeah. um but so how do
0: you feel being on the other side of things, you know, seeing the industry from the Asian side, do you think self tapes are here to stay? Because I just got this set up, and I hope it was worth the investment. Yeah, <laughs>
1: no, well, I mean, and even self tapes are here to stay, but also, I mean, this was good for you to have like backdrop and stuff set yep. up in your apartment because I know you're starting to work. On your theatrical yes. and building your resume. So that's always gonna be self tapes. Yeah. Like not right. always, but
0: Primarily. But
1: primarily until it's like a director's session, then you go in.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so it's always good to have that set up here. But um I think, you know, I've talked to a couple casting directors about it, and like I don't think it's going away. Like I think we're gonna have self tapes for a while. I think it it might i'm seeing more in person
0: some yeah um, callbacks
1: yeah like Dan bell's
0: been doing ca-
1: callbacks definitely have been yeah. more in person um but even just some auditions like we got a couple it's funny because now we're getting into the issue where people are like you know because we're really strict about our bookouts mm-hmm. you miss an audition you're dropped very, very strict and <laughs> very very strict <laughs> yeah. but it's but it's basically just like be on top of your shit um yeah and Because we shouldn't be surprised that you're not available, basically. And yeah. it
0: works. The system works. Like, it works, yeah. It stresses yeah. me out because I was with Daniel <laughs> for a long time and I recently switched. Yes. As ever, most people know. But it was stressful. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it forces you to be on top of your game and be communicative, yeah. which I try to be regardless. But yeah. But there are times you get that call from Garrett I, I or know. Danny, let, let alone. Oh, yeah. Where he's like, you weren't poked out. Why? And you're like, <laughs> I
1: I, I, <laughs> that, I remember one time. I, <laughs> quick side note. I remember one time when I first started there. Um. It was probably like the first like how, under six months of me being there. Yeah, And Garrett and Danny were out of town for uh, Garrett's brother's wedding. Mm-hmm. And so I was in charge of auditions. And I was like, what, what? <laughs> and like most people didn't even know me then. So yeah. I was like, "Uh." And Danny just told me, he was like, you know what? He was like, everybody knows the rules. They were like, if anybody gives you any talk back, you make a list and you tell them, I'm making a list of who Danny needs to talk to when he comes back and like, Nine out of ten people were like, I'll make it work, don't worry. Like they didn't even want to. And Danny and Danny's great. I mean, he's a great friend of mine and everything. He's wonderful. But yeah, you when you get that Danny call, when he has a reason to like lay into you and make yeah. you feel bad about missing an But the audition? rules are
0: clear up top, so well, he exactly. has, he's perfectly within his right, like, yeah. you fucked up. Yeah. You know, you didn't tell about that other avail you had from your other agency or whatever, like, right. and I, th- there's some gray area, like, you try to just hope for the best sometimes, and it backfires, yeah. but that's on you.
1: No, and totally. so he calls,
0: like, yeah, it sucks, but Daddy's right, like. right.
1: Well, and it's funny because most of the people who have that conversation with him will never do it again. Yeah. And then they become they either get dropped because they do do it again. Yeah. Or they just like don't get on top of their shit, or they'll ne- never make that mistake twice. Right. And then they are like smooth sailing. And he's not mean. No, no, no. He's, he's like, just
0: he's just he just talks to you. Yeah. You know? He's just he's just
1: definitive and yeah. direct, and yeah. is like, "Why? No, and it Would works. You do this? It totally
0: works. I back it. <laughs> is this not what you want to do? Yeah. Like,
1: I mean." <laughs> We've had people walk out of like their current jobs just to make it to an audition because they're scared of us. <laughs> I Which that's a I extreme. mean, <laughs> I didn't I didn't know about it until like they would tell me they were like, yeah, I just walked out of like I was serving and I just like left and I was like, well, so I mean, put down the tray of food I mean, we could have had a conversation. We could have maybe tried to get you a window, yeah. but like that's I get it. Um, well, because at the end of the day, like you know, your day jobs is what helps you survive. But did you come to L. A. to be a waiter? Like, no. So, it's a catch-22.
0: It's like, well, I got to pay rent to be totally. in L.A., you know, or I know else it's, it's moved back home. And
1: that's why I'm not an actor, because I could not handle that. It's and you a guys lot. Do, it's a lot. Yeah. Some of you do it really gracefully, and it's impressive.
0: Well, and it's one of those things where, who was I talking to about this? I told someone this phrase for the first time, but it's: "If you want to, you'll find a way. If you don't, you'll find an excuse."
1: Yeah. And oh it just, shit. Yeah. That yeah. Feels right. <laughs> personally directed at me. I'm so good at coming up with excuses. I think it's
0: like Henry Ford said it, but it's it's true for every situation. Yeah. You know, like this podcast tonight, like you could have been like, mm, I could cancel that movie, but I just don't really want to. Sorry, Michael, I'm booked. Like you could have found an excuse to like, yeah. To, and you had no, you know, responsibility to do this with me, obviously, but. Invited to a party or I have an audition, but I also have another job like there's always an excuse yeah. to be found. and There's always a way to to navigate it, you know?
1: Yeah, and it's usually honestly the the people that are in those positions and then they're like, there's physically no way I can make this happen. And we're like, we'll try and yeah. then they do and then they book it. It's always yeah. the people that like that's always the one where they're like, I have to be on set at 6 a.m. I get off work at like mm-hmm. 11 p.m. I'm not gonna be able to do it. And we're like, I mean... Unfortunately, you it's got a double to. scale job. So I, know. I don't know, and we're like, it's you know, you got to do it, and then they like are like burnt out, stressed. They do it, and then they book. So well, it's, it gets like, you it out. Like you're not,
0: you're thinking about everything else. And not what, like, you go in and you do the audition on almost autopilot in the best way. Yeah. Because, like, you have so much else you're stressed about. And those are, like, we were talking about before we started recording. Like, today was one of those days for me where I had so much to do, but I could knock them all off. And I was just in that, like, flow of momentum. Yeah. And those, when I, when we used to be driving around to auditions, if I had, like, I'm thinking about two auditions from now that I have to, how's traffic gonna be? I'm gonna take the 405. And then, like, yeah. I'm not even here and i just do the audition like from muscle memory and i those are the ones i book yep because i'm like
1: well it's like pure. that scene did you watch have you watched Barry?
0: no a little bit yeah
1: honey <laughs> no i, I tell I, every it was actor. tough for me cuz like i
0: don't like things that really nail the struggling actor thing yeah, <laughs> it's but like a they little too close to home dude
1: <laughs> and henry winkler's character every single He's person is like we've all had that yeah. teacher yeah. <laughs> um no, I tell all the actors that of all shows that they need to watch is is Barry because not only is it like a little triggering because you guys are all like ooh ah, but um <laughs> ooh, ah. but it's also like I mean it's just amazing 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 acting insane content really really like a show that is so horribly dark and sad mm-hmm. and still hilarious yeah. and like Bill Hader is prime example of like the ultimate actor in that show but also like there's so many nuances about this industry and Mm -hmm. there's like one scene in particular where he obviously is thinking about probably something where he you know i don't even remember the specifics but i'm sure he's thinking about like murder or whatever the hell other shit he's dealing with and he like goes into an audition completely like terribly like fails it doesn't know the lines and just finally is just like I'm sorry, I don't have time for this. I know like, the scene. You're and then he about. leaves. Yeah. And the, the casting directors are like, "What was his name?" Yeah. And they were like, "It's Barry. He's six two. Oh, yeah. oh." And like they're all like, "Oh wow!" Like that whole like I don't give a shit about it is usually when you book. Yeah. It's Because they're like, "Wow, they don't need this." So.
0: Yeah, Killian described it as like not quite too cool for school, but like. Take it or leave it. Like, yeah, it'd be cool to have this job, but also, like, not see you later, guys. Yeah. And they're like, wait, well, who was that? Like, right. you know? I well, the me- person who's, like, lingering, like, well, should we, like, exchange Instagrams? They're like, no, right. get the fuck out of our no, office. No,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not playing hard to get. It's just kind of like, nah. It's not
0: attached. You have to be non-attached to it. Like, yeah. you have to have, it's the very zen. It's like, yeah. be cool to get it. Be cool if I don't. Whatever. No yeah. I don't care. Actually, I super care, but I'm going to pretend I don't. <laughs> right, like- right.
1: <laughs> well, what were we talking about? Oh, self tapes. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I think they're here. I think they're here to stay. Um, I I did the casting directors that I talked to. They said some of them really like them. Well, it seems like
0: they're probably saving on overhead by they're not saving on
1: overhead. Spaces. They get to you know be with their at home with their family when they want to now yeah. and like. As a casting director, I mean, even as an agent, you know, it's like a 24-7, 24-7, forever job. It's 24-7 <laughs> that's, job. That's
0: a good Freudian. So it's 20 <laughs> forever. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Um, but, but especially with casting, like, you know, I get emails from casting directors at four in the morning that are like, hey, sorry, I know, but I'm still <laughs> up doing this. And so sometimes they like it because then they get to work from home that day or whatever and just yeah. go burn through a bunch of stuff. Um, but the in-person has its benefits self tapes have its benefits so i think yeah. it's going to be a pretty married relationship from here on out i think so too um i think we'll see an upswing in in-persons again cuz i know like a lot of people miss it um and i and and especially when it comes to and this is something i think we talked about before but especially when it comes to like clients like best buy if yeah. it's a client like they're the ad agency is not typically used to you know they're not directors or producers and stuff like that like some of them are like some of them come yeah. from the industry but especially like the ad agencies like the middleman but especially like the client which is like Toys R Us or whatever the fuck I don't think that's exists they don't anymore, exist anymore. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> um, but whatever the product is you know a yeah. brand <laughs> Radio Shack wait <laughs> I think do Radio Shack is, is no around. I think they went out of business or god damn Blockbuster image. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, but but I think that I think that those people do better seeing you yeah. as a product there, it,
0: there's something intangible about it like yeah. i won't do podcasts over zoom it's just yeah, yeah. it's like if i really had if i had a like a contract to do one a week i'd be like okay i will have to do it over zoom but like right i just enjoy it yeah and i would not it would not be the same over zoom
1: no it's more fun and and also like i'll probably have to do a lot of them over zoom once i move yeah so that's what i'm trying to stack on as many as i can before i leave but um i'm okay with doing it i just feel like like us stepping on each other's like words is like more entertaining when we're in person whereas it's like yeah. what? oh sorry like you, then there's you, a glitch you, yeah, in the tv yeah. <laughs> or not the tv the you were computer say,
0: no. <laughs> yeah right you're on mute oh yeah. shit
1: uh yeah but, yeah it doesn't work no i think i think self-tapes are here to say i think the industry in general um now that we're like still in the pandemic but not as heavy in it as the last time we talked i think um Overall, I think there's just going to be a lot of shifts within the industries that are the industry that's here to stay. But I think that also just has to go with like life. Yeah. Like, I mean, masks, I think, are here to stay not everywhere forever. But I think the idea of we're going to be seeing people like some people if they're sick or whatever. Yeah, I feel like
0: I'm for that.
1: I'm down to. I have not
0: been sick in a year and a half. Two right. years. I've and always been
1: on like the cusp.
0: I Me mean, too, but I've never gotten – And I <laughs> no. used to get colds and sinus infections several times a year Yeah, without I was fail sick, like, six for times the last 10 year. years. Yeah, And I have not had a full-on cold where it's like I'm gross to be around yeah. cold since the pandemic. Started. I
1: haven't had to take NyQuil in yeah. forever.
0: I mean, I have taken it, but I haven't had to. <laughs> right. That was recreational. <laughs> that was lean. It was different. <laughs> <Mean>. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, you mentioned on, on one of our hikes that you can – can you see people's self-tapes that they submit to – um, like upload to LA casting.
1: Oh my god. Well, let's talk about LA casting.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's going on with that? Oh, it's such a they shit charging show. me for every photo I upload, so I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, and that's about it. Everything <laughs> else they've done has made it so much harder to navigate, and it's still like I wrote them an email the other day, and I can't remember if I ended up sending it um, because I was like, maybe this is harsh. You just like hate speech. <laughs> oh my god. Well, we like have to at a certain point because they just like won't listen to us and we're like dude like you're making our jobs so much harder yeah. than they used to be the
0: transition was and a nightmare when they did oh the new god. ui or whatever well, it was
1: horrible and i am mean, oh my god that we were prepared too because like um the president at the time he is no longer the president because he was like i can't do this anymore <laughs> um he kept trying to make it not happen because he was like i keep telling them but they want to do it and so they're going to do the update yeah and so he had prepped us like a couple months in advance and then even like shown us stuff and we were like whoa like <laughs> like the he had like done a zoom like um where like a uh, share screen so he could be like this is what it will look like yeah and when, a lot of it we were like wait so they're taking away all the things that make our jobs quick and yeah. like functional and adding like Three things that might be better, but taking away and making everything else. Like basically everything that we used to do to submit you guys is four extra steps now.
0: Really? And so. Break it down a little bit because I'm curious how it works.
1: I mean, I can't even, (laughs) I can't even like think of like a specific because there's so many things to rant about, but I do strongly believe, and this is something that I wrote in the email was like, I think the worst of the pandemic was less of a hit to the industry than what we're currently dealing with, yeah. which is this fucking system.
0: Really, it's that bad, it's It's not getting better. I mean, it's
1: getting better, but so slowly. Mm -hmm. And um, especially the first couple weeks, like I had casting directors calling me crying. Like, I'm not kidding, we were both like on the phone, like so angry, we were like tearing up. Yeah. And (laughs) I had casting calling us being like, and then like showing me videos of like, what the fuck is this? Like, why is this happening? And, like they so basically now what the system is is like it's supposed it's it's supposed to be user-friendly and it's harder so like yes okay the actor is able to upload more things and um now like okay so if casting sends us something and they're like oh we're looking for like expert rollerbladers Mm
0: -hmm. hi right here (laughs) right like
1: then also like you could send me are you yeah (laughs) I have rollerblades. Oh
0: yeah, let's go blade,
1: dude! You have to teach (laughs) at that park that we walk at. I've always wanted to blade there, but yeah, it's a good blading park. (laughs) I'm so out of it and bad at it. Um, But so, like, okay, so if it's something like that, and then you can like email me a photo, then I can upload a JPEG to the audition. So that's dope. Like, you don't have to just have it on your profile. Yeah, yeah. Um, So that's cool. But then. Your phone number, for example, is not listed in, like, it used to be, like, baseball card format where right. it's, like, headshot, phone number, blah, blah, Yeah. Now I have to click on your profile, open up your resume, go to the very bottom of the resume. So your workflow is find, yeah. Yeah. So it's, like, little, like, things like that that make it go very slow. But then it's also, like, you know, for a long time, they just finally fixed this. But for a long time, you couldn't, if you're working on a SAG job um, and you are looking for, or no, 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 I'm sorry. If you're looking, you're working on a non-union job. Yeah. You could only select non-union. You could not select FICOR. Yeah. So I had to do every role twice. I would look at all the non-union people. And yeah. then I would have to go in and look at SAG FICOR people. Yeah. And so it was like a, a project that would normally take me 20 minutes took us three hours. Like yeah, the first day, the first week, like literally projects that would take us like under 30 minutes took us like two to three hours. Yeah. It was awful. Um, it's slowly getting there. But it's just making the world a lot harder. Um, they did just finally have it so we could mark roles complete because mm-hmm. usually when we're done, we submit people, but let's say nobody fits in that role. Mm-hmm. We had we were redoing the same projects over and over because we didn't know if somebody had already done it. Oh, so we were like, there's no way to mark or, yeah. it. And then also casting can't see that we had viewed it. So mm-hmm. we were done with it. Whereas before we'd be like, oh, okay, nobody fits for this. Um, you know, because it's like a super niche or something, or, or I send an email there, and yeah. I'm waiting, yeah, and I can't do like the little check mark. Where his casting would be like, oh, okay, they viewed it, they've marked it complete, right? That was not a thing up until like that. Literally just happened like two weeks ago. And we the could mark was roles a complete. long
0: time ago. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The switch was over the summer, or um, last like April, I think.
0: So, in the ideal world, when LA casting is functioning well,
1: well, it- <laughs> if.
0: Back in the glory days, <laughs> yes. I'm just curious what the process for you is like like you see a breakdown It's like yeah. expert rollerblader who also has a dog like that would be lovely, you know right. It's like bonus points if they have a dog. What do you do? Is it like is it just in your brain? Do you go through your brain like what of our talent has um, has rollerblades? Well, and a no, dog? no, so <laughs> it's <a> bad example. <laughs> I
1: mean Well, no, I mean it's not a bad example because like there are people that I know off the top of my head So yeah. I make sure that they go in but other people, um, and maybe some people that are newer to the agency too, that I'm like, I don't really know what yeah. you're perfect at yet. Um, that's why it's so important that we tell everybody to make sure to upload all your skills, because right. what we do is we use expert, you know, intermediate
0: and, and you filter novice. by those yeah. based on your talent pool. So
1: basically, okay, so Walmart puts out a job. Yep, it's got five roles. Uh, non-union, so I go in, I look at the rate and everything, and I'm like, okay, here's the dates it shoots. Mm-hmm. So when I'm plugging it in, what you basically do is you plug everything into your roster to see who pulls up. Mm-hmm. So let's say Expert Rollerblader shoots December first through the third. Um, you know, 25 to 35. So I plug in all those things and yeah. also n- the bookout dates. So if you're booked out, you won't pop up.
0: Really? So cross references all those data yes. points.
1: Yes. And so and so then. If it's like, oh, we're looking for expert rollerbladers, and you already have that on your profile, great. I'll put a note and be like, expert rollerblader. And yeah. so I put all those people Sick in. Sick fucking But then I notice Michael Gable, I know, is an expert rollerblader, and he's not popping up. Yeah. So I'll throw you in, but then I'll message and be like, update your shit, because yeah. you didn't pop up, and I know you're an expert surfer or rollerblader or whatever. Um. So stuff like that. So um, it is
0: important to maintain your profile, keep it up to date, also maintain your book outs with you, because you're, you're just making yeah. their job harder, because- they're then submitting you for something that you yes. can't even get.
1: And then all of a yeah. sudden we have to cancel. And then we're like, why are we canceling? Because basically our goal is to have as little red X's as possible. Yeah. Um. Well, at least at our agency, that's like part of why we are run, run such a type ship is we want it to yeah. be as many green check marks, like you're confirmed will we'll be there. Yeah. No problem. Um, yeah. You guys check
0: every night. You're like. Can you confirm?
1: We have a we have a, a whole we have a whole separate. We just hired an assistant to uh, to work with Garrett so that they are just manning auditions. Yeah. just to make sure that's all flowing. Yeah, um, but yeah, so it is important, and it, and also especially during the pandemic right now, casting directors at time of avails and bookings are taking. It takes more and more time for us to do avails and bookings because not only are we confirming you that you're available, mm-hmm. but they also are like, can you please confirm that their sizes are up to date yeah. because so many people have changed during the pandemic mm-hmm. and they're not updating their sizes. So you go to casting, you says you're a size 32 30 by 32 and you're now a 39 by 30. And they're like, that's not what we're looking for. Yeah. So um, so now we're confirming that the sizes are up to date on top of everything else and, and, the,
0: vaccination status. and the
1: vaccination status, which is we're in a weird position with that and i think we've talked about this on our hikes but like now i'm kind of like a middleman and i mean we're always a middleman but what's sticky and uncomfortable about the vaccination status is some jobs are requiring it and some of them aren't more and more jobs are like upfront, like only vaccinated talent here yeah so we were having to send just mass emails being like if you're vaccinated you want to be submitted you can't if you're not you don't have to respond to us because yeah. you know it it also gets into um the regulations of like it's really not our business um but some jobs we need to know and well that's so- like a lot of
0: self-tapes they're like say your name your agency and then your vaccination status if you're comfortable
1: yeah, exactly. Like,
0: I feel like if I say I'm not, you're probably going to not book me.
1: Well, but so like today I got an avail um, from a I casting. I am, by the <laughs> way, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I, today I got an avail from casting and it said, um, and this was a job that did not specify at the time of submitting whether or not it needed to be vaccination yeah. or not. But at the avail stage, they were like, can you confirm everyone and that their sizes are up to date? And then in caps, it was like, please confirm talents vaccination. This is not a make or break the agency is just asking mm-hmm. us so um so unfortunately then I'll get a phone call and everyone will be like well I don't believe in it blah 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 I'm like I just you know I I'm just the messenger <laughs> yeah. like I it's I you're allowed to have your views I'm allowed to have mine I don't I'm not asking for your views in this moment because it's not my job to preach to you whether or not you should get it uh-uh. Um, I'm literally just the messenger and now I'm getting all these calls all the time and getting in the position where people are like yelling and ranting about like well this is bullshit, the industry shouldn't do that blah, blah, blah. and I'm like sure I I just need like a yes or no <laughs> and and I even don't like I try and stay as far out of it as possible because sometimes casting will you know book someone and then be like can you send over their vaccine card mm-hmm. and I've started saying no and I'm like here's their email, you can contact them directly yeah, you don't because get the I don't want to be a part of it Yeah, and And, you know, like, I don't I don't want it to get uncomfortable or whatever, because then there's also, you know, they I don't know how they're handling this. But I know that they're saying like vaccine like this is this is a vaccine, um, like must be vaccinated for this job or have religious exempt or medical exempt. Mm -hmm. And some people do have doctor's notes and some people have notes from churches and stuff. But then church notes. Yeah, I don't know. Like they're <laughs> pastors, like, no. Um, but Ooh, like, what? I've never seen one, but yeah. apparently they have them. Pastor's but, like, uh,
0: no, nah, not for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> my son.
1: But like, what's funny with that is like I um I just like in my mind, do they have somebody who is interrogating these people to be like, because then they're like, well, we have a, we have an email that if it's ex- religious exempt or whatever, like so and so will talk to them. I was like, what are they gonna be like? proved to me religious like i was like how does that work
0: but i don't know i mean it's just it's crazy how we're just we've accepted this so widely as a society and we had to yeah you know it's just the new normal yeah you know you look around and you see people at the gym wearing masks and it's just like no one thinks twice about it no not not here no not here yeah um it's bizarre and then I don't know. But it seems like commercials, our industry has kind of just kept chugging along because people yeah. got to sell shit. No, totally. You
1: know? Well, yeah. And it, and we normally have like an ebb and flow to busy season. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like commercially, it slows down. It speeds up. And like our busy season is end of August because it's like back to school stuff and then it goes into the holidays and then it goes into new years and then super bowl and then valentine's day or like around the same time and then like april it starts to slow down a little bit Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but then there's like summer sales so that's still a little busy but then like the dead season usually is like may through middle of summer yeah middle of summer and so The last year we haven't had a slow season because Mm -hmm. all this rollover from ad agencies were like, uh, so we were like so busy in the middle of July this year, which is normally like that's when the agents and the actors take vacations because we're like, okay, it's kind of mellowed out. It's kind of quiet. Um, Whereas like, and now we're into the next busy season and the holidays and it's. It's definitely busy because we're coming up to the three busiest weeks of the entire year, always. See, I thought right after Thanksgiving, I
0: thought that was the slowest season. No. What am I doing wrong? No, it's just, it always <laughs> seemed like people don't go back to work after Thanksgiving until Christmas. No, they the, just like, well, the Monday, we're back, but we're not.
1: The Monday after Thanksgiving is worse than the Monday after New Year's, like, way worse. Really? Yeah. I usually. always thought it was like
0: New Year's, like, all right, guys, let's get back to work.
1: But some people take a while to come back yeah, after true. New Year's, whereas like Thanksgiving, they're like, okay, we have three weeks, and then yeah. we're leaving, like we're going. But it's like rush out the last of like the holiday stuff. And
0: there is a thing about like you know end of year budget spend, like you got to spend the money exactly. to justify the budget for next year. Exactly. Seems like they yeah. kind of cram stuff in. Yeah. Um. At the end, of the- and there is like all the, but they shoot. Ho- you got to kind of go back in time a month, like they shoot the Thanksgiving stuff a month yeah. before or more because it you know time
1: to well, prep like it. Christmas stuff was being filmed and shot in like Yeah July. no not July, oh my God. Um like October sometimes September. <laughs> yeah, it's like September you start to see like Santa <laughs> and yeah. you're like, oh okay. Yeah. Um but and then and then it was the opposite. So when we would be running around busy the theatrical department in the office would be kind of chilling, mm-hmm. and then when we're slowing down, then it's pilot season for them. So then they're running around busy. Yeah. Um, but so far everybody's just busy twenty four seven now because we're just trying to. Yeah. Keep up. But um, oh, what else? I had something to say about that. Oh, I think it was just the vaccine thing. So so yeah it's just crazy
0: you've been looking at people's self-tapes I you want to get back to this oh, oh i'm sorry okay uh, <laughs> no, yeah yeah yeah. no
1: great. you need to keep me on track um it's <laughs> my job i got you th- oh that's why i started talking <laughs> shit about ellie <laughs> Hazard. yeah uh, i was like how did i get there i just saw red and forgot where we were <laughs> i got um, a f- bone to pick with those people <laughs> <laughs> um no uh okay so one of the things now with la casting is you can upload your self tapes through la casting yeah some offices are still doing like dropbox links and we transfers and stuff like that yeah um or just like an email submission, or like
0: zoom or like another app that's like zoom but you have to download it right oh, yeah, before you do like, the audition it's like hey
1: freddie room blah 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 and I'm like, like
0: why did you do this to me <laughs> yeah like there's
1: one i think it's like called like hi freddie or like so i yeah. can't remember what it's called it's like download this and i was like what
0: blue jeans
1: yes yeah right what? they're weird but um but as far as like media requests which is yeah. now what they're calling it on i like casting which is like the self tapes and stuff when you confirm there's also a spot for you to drop it it's pretty it. simple yeah so those ones I'm able to view mm-hmm. if it's sent to a dropbox i obviously can't see it no them. yeah um but so sometimes i'll go in and i'll watch people's um just because especially when it's my actors just to see how they're doing and stuff um like Jennifer <laughs> like jennifer aniston <laughs> she's my top client uh morning show oh that was a big one for us oh, yeah. but but she uh yeah no like uh that that way i'm able to watch them and and if it's something that's funny too like if i submit it on a project then i see who gets the audition and mm-hmm. i want to see like how they did it yeah. Then sometimes I'll go in and I'll check them so I'm able to watch them or like casting will come to me and be like they did not follow the directions at all and so <laughs> I'll go look and be like wow they didn't well
0: that's the problem is there's no quality control like you could submit like a video of you just like flipping off the camera right you know because there's no one in the room being like okay like you totally missed the point but, right so there the, but it does it's, it's too you know double-edged sword because it allows the people who do put in the extra effort to really stand out. Yeah. And someone who's been in the rooms, you know, it'd be really tough to come to this world and not have the precedent of having been in the rooms and know what they're looking for and have taken classes and just as opposed to being just thrown into self-tapes and being like, figure it out, stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, no like, it, no way.
1: It, it is, and it's, and it's gotta its and be chaotic for the casting director to navigate through that yeah. because then they also can't sit there and be like, no, stop, like they can't stop them or redirect yeah. like, them or gosh. kick them out or whatever and they need to do. even as simple
0: as like the background is different in every single tape, you know? Like, yeah. not everyone is, and have you noticed that when you've watched people's tapes? Like, and do you think that matters
1: um, or is it just the performance? I think it's thoughts? really important to have a strong headlight, um, like front light. Which I see you have the ring light, which yeah. is ideal. Yeah. Um. Everyone get a ring light. They're like thirteen dollars on Amazon. Yeah. I have one. I've never taken out of the box, but just in case <laughs> I randomly get an audition, <laughs> I have one. Um. Actually, I have it for parties. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> so I'm like, here's our new photo booth. Um. But. But also, like they make
0: you look great. They're
1: great. I, you know, they make you look great, but also it because the whole thing is like you don't want shadows. you want a yeah. strong headlight. And also, it is important. like I've had people where like they'll stand in the corner where there's like a door and like pictures and stuff. Yeah. it's really important to just have a like it can Blank. be a white wall, but just right. make sure you have like just a straight up, like solid background because I think that that's distracting, but if so it's too. not. um but but that being said, you know, I've had people submit to me who, have had a horribly framed whatever, but they killed it and I was intrigued by them and so I signed them. So it's like, it's not always a make or break, but it's, you wanna always put your best foot forward. Yeah. Um. And also like read the directions. If it says this must be vertical or this must be horizontal, don't fucking do like a vertical TikTok frame.
0: What about when they want a full body shot? Cause I can't get my full body in the horizontal frame. I, so I do the thing where I expand the like, colors on the side.
1: Um, you know what, what do you mean? The colors on the side. <laughs> <laughs> on the side of what? You know,
0: <laughs> I, I can't even explain it. Um, I don't know what you're doing, <laughs> but it sounds wrong.
1: <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
0: No, like when you. So I only shoot like, like the full body shot vertical because my whole body fits in it. And oh. then there's a way when you edit it that like it matches whatever the edges are to oh. exp- like to make the frame. Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't. I don't want everyone to be like. No, that's fucked up. Don't do that. But um, I mean, I feel like that's fine because honestly, like, especially like what you're like six one and a half. Oh God, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, like I think I think it, it is hard to do that, and like and and that's different because that's part of the slate. So that I think yeah. that's a little bit more forgiving and yeah. understandable. Because, um, yeah, if you don't have a big enough room, like, what are you yeah, gonna like you stand to on a table back. and like yeah. <laughs> scooch it, it all the way back? If you have
0: to angle down, then your body's all distorted. Yeah. So
1: I think it's okay, like, do what you can there. But, like, as far as like the action, like, yeah. make sure you're following the directions. Um, but I, and it also goes for as far as thinking outside the box, like you were saying, like, even, even with, cause we used to do the, but, <laughs> It wasn't a cattle call, but everyone called it a cattle call, and it <laughs> might as well be considered a cattle call. When we would have people audition for the agency, yeah. we would invite them in and do like cold reads. So it was it a cattle felt call. Like it was a cattle <laughs> call. They were invited though, yeah. but it ended up being a cattle I call. I got well, through it. Well, because people would it. come and lie and be like, "Oh," and then they would look at whoever somebody else signed, it, and they're yeah. like, "I, yeah, they invited me too." <laughs> Smart move. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the initiative's there. And I'm yeah. fine with it. Um, but you have my attention, <laughs> right? Um, but so now what we're doing. Is we're sending people self tapes and being like, and we're giving them a time limit so that it's not like you have four days to practice and make it perfect. Because you'll never
0: get four days to practice, right? Because I also
1: like I want to make sure it seems as realistic as you being in the audition room or whatever. Oh, because you guys get cold
0: reads, I think.
1: Yeah, so like I'll send now. I'll send people. I'll be like, Hey, are you like, are you at work right now? And they'll be like, No. I'm like, Okay. Here's this. um, Here's the script. Send me a self-tape and I'll be like, you know, where whatever suits you best, mm-hmm. like slate your name, blah, 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 and get it back to me within like three or four hours, mm-hmm. just so then I can see how they do and if they make the deadline around, and yeah. you know, stuff like that, just to Smart, like kind of yeah. test them out. Yeah. Um, and some people like there was a girl who's auditioned for us, I'm pretty sure, in person a couple times. And she just wasn't standing out like mm-hmm. she was fine mm-hmm. and she sent me a self tape that like she edited it so well and it was like it was an H&R block one so it was like am i going to go to hawaii or the bahamas and she literally like rolled out of frame, came into frame wearing like a bikini and like looked like her hair was wet. Yeah. It was like the boy, like Hawaii, like got really creative with it. And we were like, oh my God, take her. Like she Yeah. She's gonna put it. in the extra effort. Yeah. And so like so stuff like that definitely stands out. Um and I think some casting directors too, like when they send you it, they'll like say like have fun with it, do what mm-hmm. you want. Some of them are really like specific like we need this action, this yeah. action and this action. But um knowing when it's use your environment to yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you
0: have any uh, funny stories of people like who really failed?
1: I have funny stories of people in person. Yeah? Like, Oh my god, dude! I was the one who ran the camera for like the cattle call, mm-hmm. and we well we we called it um, the invited reads. <laughs> um, but uh, oh my, there was some people that like I would try so hard, like, cause I have to like not laugh. And oh. there was one time, this one dude was like. I'm sorry. How long are we going? We're good. Is it long? No. Okay. Um, there was I one was just time. making sure it's recording. Oh God. <laughs> I was like, this is gold. I saw
0: a light. I don't know what that means.
1: The red light.
0: Peak. Peak. I don't know. Don't worry about it. What's that mean? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Okay. We're good. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm a pro. <laughs> I they just hope let so. you upload podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um. But so, this one time, this one person, this has always stuck out to me. Came in. I can't even remember. I was probably like a Domino's. Commercial. What was their name? Full I, name,
0: I, first I, and last. I don't security even. Number.
1: I honestly don't even remember what their face looked like because the action was so crazy. But you know, some people want to stand out, and so they'll like scream <laughs> at me, like, and I'll just hide behind the camera because yeah. I'm like, oh my god. And this one dude, and you know, it was like in Garrett's office, so there was like a yep. desk in there, yep. And he would stand behind the desk in front of like the picture and stuff, mm-hmm. and. This one dude, like, did his take, but ran into frame, got real loud and intense, and then did a backflip, but missed <laughs> oh. and, like, hit some shit in the office. Op- like, I was like, thank you so much. Like, it was so uncomfortable. we we'll call you. And everyone now. was like, my phone's going off because everyone in the entire office, because that office had, like, paper-thin walls. Yeah. Everyone's messaging me and being like, are you okay? And I was like... Thanks. Bye. Or like some, I can't remember. There were some people that would just literally be like, they would slate and be like, "Hi, da da da, from so and so. I'm five nine. blah blah blah. And then they <laughs> just start going. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like
0: because they, they want to stand out and they're they're trying but too much. To, yeah, too <laughs> trying much. Obviously, too hard. I had I had one time I walked into it was bro- you know broadcast yeah yeah casting director Dan I, Cowan. Mm-hmm, I went in there and I know the camera ops pretty well. This was like early. I think I don't even know if I had really gone in a bunch for them yet. But the, the camera app was like, "I'm not supposed to do this, but like I gotta show you this, man." <laughs> and, he showed, and he showed you. He showed me the guy before me, and it was it was like they were casting for my type. Yeah. And the guy before me was like 75. Oh, no. And, and the scene was like a normal, like, you're at a party, like, walk in with your drink and, like, wave to a couple people off camera. And, like, you know, it's one of those scenes that's pretty common in castings. And this this guy, this old guy, who is from, you've watched Nathan For You?
1: Of course. He's I don't want to
0: out him, but he's in that. Oh,
1: okay. Um, so he's
0: like, an, he's in the world. He's like an actor. Yeah. And, um, but he's on Nathan For You, so it's like, is he? I don't know. where right. they find him? Um, But he walks into this scene and he's, on his feet and he's waving at people as if they're six inches tall like he's waving at the ground
1: wait I, is this is in the audition or in nathan t- for
0: you the tape the, no the, in the audition the tape okay. that this guy this camera op is showing me this, the guy walks into the frame and he's like waving at the ground he's like hey how you doing and the camera you hear him go no up like they're they're people like up up and he's like well we'll cut and then he he walks back in and he's waving at, the, at ground.
1: the ground. Yeah.
0: And the guy, he's like, I couldn't get him to stop doing it. I don't know what was wrong with him. <laughs> it was amazing. But yeah, and there must be so many good stories about stuff. Because you get Dude. thrown into it so fast. Yeah. Whether you have, you know, you can self-submit on LA Casting and end up in a big audition room. Or you can submit a self-tape. Or you, you sign with an agency and get thrown into it like I did. Yeah. And you don't know what you're doing. Right. <laughs> you know? it's,
1: it's You just kind of like try and you know spaghetti at the wall yeah figure it out and find either you works. like
0: slink away in embarrassment or you readjust and right take a class and you know you take like killian's class like oh i was doing everything wrong yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i've had so many people come out of killian's and be like wow yeah <laughs> holy shit they're like he's really tough but i needed it yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah.
0: He, i mean he should be a sponsor of this podcast because we talk about him so much and it's he wor- it works so well his
1: i finally just saw his conan bit yeah and have you seen it yeah I had no idea. I was like on TikTok and it randomly came up and mm-hmm. it's very old, obviously. or are not yeah. old, but like. It's like
0: 2008 or something. Yeah, I was like, it's yeah. at least
1: like several years old and I had no idea. Yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and so I like sent it to everyone and all the agents were like, yeah. And I was like, oh, it was yeah. exciting for me.
0: I had this thought that I would like to see, because like we get some of the most ridiculous scenarios to do for our self tapes and like, you know, yeah. they're just like, it's hard Juggle to. Juggle with a hatchet. Talk it with a hatchet or like. And build a snowman. Or like, yeah, like these little things like it's like walk into a room and like say hi to a bunch of strangers and like just stuff that's like very hard to make grounded and real. Yeah. And like you can get there. But like there's some stuff that you it's really hard. And I think it'd be a fun bit for like James Corden or someone to do to to get like Leo and Brad Pitt and like Matthew McConaughey. Give them like a shitty audition breakdown. Be like tape it. Yeah. I'd like to see what they do with it. And like, it's oh. either going to be like, holy shit, these guys are another level. Or it's like, oh, yeah, just like me. Like, <laughs> yeah, you,
1: you, you don't know. Yeah. And it's Pro-
0: probably the former. Probably, yeah. I was yeah. going to
1: say, if you ever watch, um, I watched all of, because uh, Kim Coleman casted um, Stranger Things. Yeah. And I watched online. I just looked up all of their audition tapes. Yeah. And. I think, Bill is it Billy, the like older brother in the second season is like the hot dude with the mullet, but he's like an asshole. I
0: don't know their names.
1: Um, I can't remember. That but his like, he, what his audition was, was they wanted him to do a scene from Stand By Me as Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. Oh my God. That was like one of the best self tapes I've ever seen. Really? Oh my God. Like sometimes it's fun to just look up like, like look up Leo's audition tape for Titanic. Like, you know, like just look up that shit. Rachel McAdams
0: for I think The Notebook is like an industry standard. Oh, is it? Like people break it down on YouTube by the way she like, she makes sure to show off every angle and every range and like she just like hits uh, all the marks so she I almost them, yelled
1: at her one time why would you ever yell she at you was at sitting in my favorite chair <laughs> at, by chloe which which no longer is open but it was my favorite vegan place and it was connected it was like in the store of 365 so i would go yeah. oh i know, get my yeah. groceries yeah, 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 yeah. and then go get my favorite salad and they have these like egg hanging chairs and that's yeah. where i always sat yeah and i walked in there and this bitch was fucking sitting there and my she's not she's an angel i didn't know it was her and so i like really jokingly almost said like but was going to be aggressive about it
0: that's my chair
1: well because i think she's i can't remember if she said she said something about like she, they were saying, I, I like overheard her and this woman, and I had no idea it was Rachel McAdams. But they were like saying something about like this chair isn't like as comfortable as it looks. <laughs> and it. I was about to be like, "You like, get the fuck off. It's my spot!" And like, I, uh, How I, dare did, you I speak didn't, Ill. I didn't. Thank God. But I like, my roommate was talking to me, and she's like, "And I think that's Rachel McAdams." And I was like, "Yes, it is." And we just continued our conversation. Keep I was like, "Walking, yeah, keep walking." Yeah, I was walking. like, not even gonna. I was like, wow, she's precious and gorgeous in person still, but I'm still mad about the chair, <laughs> so.
0: Yeah. It'd be funny if you just, you kicked her out and were like. I kind
1: of wish I did. Yeah. Now I really, know she probably would have, she probably would have handled it gracefully and wonderfully because she seems wonderful, <laughs> but.
0: My friend accidentally hit on Julia Stiles in the freezer section of a Ralph's or a Whole Foods maybe. Why? um why was he in the freezer
1: section <laughs> no why are we hitting on julia styles well so, <laughs> no, i'm kidding, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> why so his, i used to despise her his, his description of the situation but was like that he, he he was like in the freezer section to get something and he's like i sensed a hot girl's presence next to me and he's like i didn't look at her yet and he's decided to deliver a line like just to the chance that she was attractive as he thought she was yeah and he like I guess he pulled out two bags of like frozen berries and was like, "Hey, do you know anything about like berries?" <laughs> like trying to like that, es- that's
1: a line <laughs> that was his line. <laughs>
0: and he looks up and it's Julia Stiles and he's just like like shrunk down. <laughs> and he said he just kind of like wa- he's like, "I'm so sorry," and like walked <laughs> away. And then he's in the fruit section and she comes up to him and goes, "Hey, do you know anything about cantaloupes?" Like
1: wow, making a that. joke
0: of his shitty pickup line. And he again like slunk away. I was like, dude, she was hitting on you, right? Like she gave you or, a chance or at
1: least poking. Fun yeah. and like open up the conversation, yeah. Oh, that's, that's one of my favorite.
0: That was like an early LA story. It's like it's real if there's oh. celebrities at
1: all. I remember my first. Um, I so when I first came out here, I did and I did two internships. Um, at because everybody else was doing like AFI internships, so they mm-hmm. were like on set with all the grad students and stuff. And I did so it kind of makes sense that I ended up doing like more office style work, but I did an internship for Trium Entertainment, which no longer exists. It got bought out, but it was um, a full reality in-house um, production house. Yeah. And they did like Say Yes to the Dress and Biggest Loser and stuff like that. And then um, I also d- interned for Tremolo, which is Morgan Neville's company, which is yeah. um, won the Oscar for 20 Feet from Stardom yeah, yeah, and yeah. Best of Enemies and shit like that. Yeah. Um, so that that was an awesome internship. That was really cool. Both of them were. Um, but I was, when I was at Trium, it was in Studio City and I ran across the street cause they were like, sent me as the intern to go get bread. <laughs> and I was in Ralph's and this woman was behind me and someone like walked up to her and was like, I love you. And she was like, okay, thanks. I had like this deep raspy voice. It was like totally being nice, but her voice was so off putting. Yeah. And Frances I like, McDormand. no, no. <laughs> I turned around and it was, um, oh God, Juliet, uh, um, Louis Dreyfus no not not julia louis driver. juliette lewis Juliet lewis yeah and i turned around and i was like and i like just was like bread <laughs> she was like what and i was like <laughs> i was yeah. just like i'm looking for bread no i didn't say anything but i just kind of like turned around to her and like definitely like got way too weirded like i like turned around to that interaction and then just yeah. like stared for a little too long yeah. and then was like oh now i have They're to check to out it. it's fine i know but i was like brand new shiny and like still in college and was like this is terrifying
0: everyone acts like it's like it's no big deal you see celebrities you let them live their lives and like yeah let them live their lives but like, oh, totally. it's also still kind of cool like well I the know.
1: midwest like little yeah. babies and i'm us. from st louis like one time i was at, this is the last time i'll talk about a sightseeing because I, I see them one all the too. time the <laughs> okay um <laughs> uh, one time this is actually one of my favorite ones is um jesse mccaff Lil, Hmm? <laughs> the dude, from Jesse McCaffrey, I can never remember McCaffrey. I can't McCaffrey? Can't remember. McCaffrey? Is he the, who, the Jesse
0: McCountry? No,
1: <laughs> I, I can't think <laughs> of his last we're name. we talking about. Um, he's Samsonite. He, he was like the he was the big it guy for a really short stint in Hollywood. He was like the hottie. He was John Tucker Must Die. Um, fucking uh, Jesse Metcalf, Yes, maybe. Uh, Mac, it was like Metcalf, Met, Met yeah. Metcalf, something like that. People figured um, out. He well, no one knows who he is anymore. Um, but oh. he was really—he was like desperate housewives. He was a hot dude in desperate housewives, yeah. like all that shit. So I was at the um, the Palladium in Hollywood mm-hmm. and seeing the National, which it's is cool. like one of my favorite bands. Yeah. And sometimes I like to like listen to dad music and I just want to like go Is that ride. dad music? No, but it's borderline. Like when I got there, I was like, there's a lot of dads here, yeah, but like, I was okay with it.
0: It's like young dad. Like it's like, it's no just feel as dad. Like, totally. Yeah, yeah,
1: like young hot dads yeah. <laughs> listening to the like I wear Converse when I
0: push my stroller. <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: Um, but um, I make my kids walk, let's be yeah. honest. I um, want to
0: like go get them tiger to get coffee. <laughs> <Right? So> whatever. <laughs> but
1: so I was, I was there and uh, this dude kept like, walking past me but bumping into me every fucking time he walked past me and it was jesse Mm -hmm. and then he stood and he was like oh sorry and like stood directly in front of me so i couldn't see and i'm five foot two and a half (laughs) (laughs) um and and i was like so mad at first and then when i when i realized who it was i was like wow 16 year old me is like what yeah and 25 year old me is like get the fuck out of the way <laughs> what have you done recently like you're in my <laughs> you're goddamn <so> view <laughs> but
0: yeah one of my first ones which is a big one when i first moved to la i went to bed bath and beyond and i was in line at check I, out i
1: already like where this is going
0: <laughs> i'm in the line of bed Be- Be- bath Be- Be- you, Be- know. Yeah. you know that place <laughs> and um the guy behind me in line is fucking thor it's chris hemsworth no hemsworth. Shit. and he is he is standing there with a shopping cart full of hangers <laughs> like just hangers like loose hangers like not in a pack it's just like <laughs> jammed with like a, a, a knot of hangers and he's standing there and he's got this look he's kind of looking around and he's six four and he looks like gorgeous Thor. Yeah. he has like long hair at the time and he's jacked and i was skinnier and it was, you know <laughs> it's the whole thing and <laughs> he's got this look where he's looking around and he's like yep i'm chris hemsworth and he's with his like buddy who's a full foot shorter than him, dressed just like him. Was it his older brother? <laughs> no, he wasn't like the lesser Hemsworth. But it was like, clearly like, his buddy who's like trying to be his sidekick. And the look on this guy's face was just like, yep, I'm with Chris Hemsworth. And, like, I'll <laughs> and ne- we are buying hangers. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget that guy's like, uh-huh, that's me, Chris Hemsworth's little buddy. <laughs> like-
1: <laughs> wow that's the most random and amazing yeah just hangers. combination so many
0: hangers it's like I, my, my thought process was like yeah he's probably like got a lot of money so he's got some new clothes he's gotta it's, hang them up like,
1: honestly i think i think what's interesting about living in los angeles is it do, it does become normal in a sense that like i usually don't react because yeah. i'm just like got it mental note great move on like, oh cool and bye. then like get home and talk about it mm-hmm. <laughs> but um But it is fun because it's kind of the same feeling of excitement when you see celebrities out in the world doing stuff or getting doing their own shopping or like whatever it's like when you used to see your teachers outside of school Yeah, it's so exciting right you don't live at school right exactly (laughs) like that's exactly how it feels so i think that's where the excitement comes from is because you're like it's not in this fantasy world which is school or or playing a teacher in something else
0: and you also i mean like in la you get opportunities to like see where celebrities live and like see and like the the curtain kind of gets pulled back and you're like oh like that's a rock star who lives in like a pretty nice two bedroom in like silver lake yeah and it's like it's they're not all in these like gated communities no it's it's people's expectations of what like if you're on tv you're a millionaire it's like no probably not no
1: (laughs) well i mean look look at it this way um i'm an agent and i live in a basement in chinatown (laughs) it's a cool basement it's cool because I made it cool. Yeah. It was, there was a lot of house centipedes in it when I first moved <laughs> in and they were all over the place. Um, but no, I mean, that's absolutely right because I remember when we were hiking that one time I pointed out where Elijah Wood lives yeah. near us and he just like vamped out like an old like it's like clearly an old like warehouse that he vamped out. But that's
0: like cute for him to do. because Oh, it's a door. Got... Like his production company. Yeah. What's yeah. it called? I can't even remember. I don't know. Something. The One or something.
1: Yeah. But... Yeah, it's just like random shit like that. It's just, it's just, it's a fun, cool place.
0: It's fun, and it's fu- it's like my whole philosophy on it is like, don't say anything unless it's gonna make their day better. If you're like truly a fan, yeah, and like you have something interesting to say, but like don't interrupt their lives. No, no, them, I don't want people to do it to me.
1: No, I um, I when I worked at J. Crew, that was where I saw a majority of the big names because I worked at the smallest J. Crew, and that's where they would go. Yeah, in the Sherman Oaks mall. So mm-hmm. it's like no one's over there. Um, yeah, like sometimes, like I would like really try and quickly get out of conversations, and they were like trying to have conversations yeah. with me, and I was like, oh, okay, well we're allowed to, so yeah, yeah. like how's your day? <laughs> yeah, but otherwise I'd be like, cool, that's for you, thanks. Bye. Like, yeah, try and treat them normal. But No, they
0: they they want to have conversations. They're people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna try out my second opening question on you. Yeah. Oh yeah. It. My
1: my curiosity was spiked and then I forgot. Um so is we'll this the see. closing question?
0: No, it's either gonna be I'm gonna do the seven year into the future projection or this other question as my opening question oh, okay. for a yeah. repeat guest. Test them out. Um so this one is which I actually just learned from a friend who I met on an airplane. Uh,
1: <laughs> which always. is a whole story. The best ones.
0: Um but he asked me this question I thought it was really interesting. Um you meet a genie. Okay. And you get one wish.
1: Okay.
0: And it could be anything you want. Hold on, let me think about this. Yes, it could be anything you want, but you don't know when it'll come true. Mm. Whether that's going to be right then mm-hmm. or a second before you die. What is your wish?
1: Oh, shit.
0: It's interesting, right?
1: Or a second before you die? Like, okay, you well, have you
0: no clue when it's going to
1: happen. I had an answer, but now that changes my answer.
0: Well, maybe not a second
1: um well no it still changes <laughs> two seconds i was gonna say zamboni driver but because <laughs> be that's my z- ultimate dream job 100 percent just like, to, i could probably arrange that for you to I, drive. so many people have told me that and i'm like i just <laughs> no one's done it <laughs> there's something so satisfying like, smoothing out ice and then being able to watch a fucking hockey game like come on um it sounds like i, w- I just want to sing endless love like in fucking yeah.
0: my life <laughs> yeah right
1: My endless what's, what's that happy Gilmore. yeah um oh god okay this one's good you should definitely ask people this one Um, not the other
0: one that was garbage
1: no 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 i mean i had a really good answer for the other one but um okay oh oh it's so obvious there's no right a second before i this honestly is ideally a second before i die because i want this to be the last face i see is Nicolas cage
0: oh just to meet just to
1: meet and talk to him
0: Yeah, because it's like, if you meet him tomorrow, awesome. But if you meet him... A second before I die. You're like, oh,
1: I think I'm... And then he's like, hi. Hi. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's a good answer.
1: That's probably... I think that would bring me a lot of joy.
0: I love it. Yeah. (laughs) That's a really good... Fuck, that's a really good answer. I wish I had someone in my life that I wanted to see their face that bad.
1: I know. I just... Someday. I really... Like, I keep... I don't believe in manifest destiny because most of the time I'm constantly always setting myself up for being prepared for disappointment, mm. which is why things don't go well for me because I'm constantly anticipating bad things to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but the one the one thing that I'm like, I truly believe is that someday I will at least to ex- be able to exchange some words with him. I believe that. That's my like deepest. I will most... try
0: to help you achieve that. Dude, I'm so like,
1: I'm so like, I have so many strings of like Not Kevin Bacon, but Nick Cage, like degrees of him. That like I'm so close to like people that have at least been around or with him or walk in a room like he was just here.
0: Right? Yeah, I could definitely (laughs) smell it,
1: especially after the movie Pig.
0: Are you worried though that he you would like? you know the whole meet your heroes thing you worry to be you know it's Nick Cage it doesn't matter though yeah. with him
1: it literally it could be all, he could be the worst person in the world Yeah. and it would be exactly perfect for him
0: you know what I mean Like. or he could like you could become friends oh
1: we could become friends and um, I mean obviously I can't be one of his wives he could like hit you type. with his car
0: there's no scenario Dude, that's bad and
1: that's why and, and I truly believe that he is probably one of the only actors that that works with like if it was yeah. Leo I would be sad if Leo was mean to me you know what I mean if he was
0: like you are like oh you're an ugly person you yeah like, like oh. internally yeah. like, you're not. But if like, it was Nick, you're like, yeah, but your are is
1: No, <laughs> exactly, because I'm like, you are everything <laughs> yeah. and nothing, and I love it. Like, <laughs> I saw this meme today that it's actually currently on my story, so depending on what time this comes out tomorrow, yeah. it might have a couple hours left. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw someone made a Venn diagram of good actors works in bad movies, bad actors works in good movies. So yeah. it was like a four-way Venn diagram, yeah. and they put, like, Johnny Depp... Leo, um, Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. and Adam Sandler mm-hmm. in those, but in the very center that <laughs> crossed all of them was Nicolas Cage. I was like, yeah. it's true. He's he transcends
0: a, all categories. a good
1: actor in bad movies. He's in good movies. He's an amazing actor. He's everything and nothing at the And he's in time. The
0: Rock. It's just so good.
1: Dude. I mean, the man is made... <laughs> On average, one to six movies a year since 1981. The only year he missed was 1985. So, like, he's the only person in Hollywood currently who is a true time capsule of Hollywood, of different kinds of budget, of himself, of his hairline. Like, come on, like his teeth. Like, there's time. He's just a living time capsule. So, no matter what interaction I have with him, I would it would be satisfying.
0: It would be an honor and a privilege. Yeah. I love cause it. then I
1: get to tell the story too, like if it is tomorrow and it's a horrible interaction, I yeah. get to talk about that forever.
0: And then you can just you could like go on with your life because it happened. you're like, okay, now I can live right. Freely. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my answer.
0: That's great. What's going on with your your new podcast? When's it coming out?
1: I, you know, I so I have this new podcast. Um obviously, check out Gone in Nixty Seconds uh N-I-C-S-T-Y. And <laughs> As, I uh, always ha- I <laughs> always have to spell it for yeah. people because they're like N-I-X-T-Y. I'm like, no, 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 you're already like doing Nick. it wrong. Yeah, like Nick S yeah. T. Um but um I have a new one that's just gonna be called Margaritaville, mm-hmm. um semicolon or colon. Um the variety talk show of the ADHD generation. So it's literally just me doing all sorts of random shit. Yeah, um, Like the other night, na- like, so you and I recorded and we had like just a talk and fun, like yeah. basically started talking about serial killers and then got into other shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause mostly what I'm trying to do is, the theme is me and, <laughs> <laughs> and that I have horrible ADHD. I want to, I get passionate. I mean, you listen to me, like get passionate about so much random shit. And, like, I can get passionate about something that matters and I can get passionate about, like, a fucking nail that I found on the ground. Like, I get so excited about random shit. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to talk about anything and everything. But more importantly, I just, like, I've I've realized that the thing that I am the best at and what I like the most is human interaction and genuine connection. And so, like, that's what that podcast is, is me just, like, exploring that with other people and just having, like, high conversations over food or just normal, you know, everyday like serious talks or talking about intense stuff or like i've started recording my thoughts either in the middle of me waking up in the middle of the night like i've just started like really compiling random shit just to see what happens yeah. and the other night i went to a concert for this band that i'm obsessed with and it's very like underground band it's very that everybody at that concert was like we were there because everyone knows it it's super specific mm-hmm. it's called cobra man and i was super drunk and i came home and was like stumbling around my room and i remember being like i'm gonna record and so i put together all my podcast stuff and very like do not really remember what i did or said and i listened to it the next morning yeah. and it's atrocious and i'm going to post it cuz it's great it's
0: very like david cho of you he's he's like a artist he's like he got famous because he did the mural at facebook or like their early office and they paid him in stock And he made like $200 million. Oh, Jesus. So now he's just this crazy artist and he has a talk show, but he just, he does whatever. Right. Yeah. That's, Um, that's,
1: that, that idea is kind of like my whole, this whole thing is like, because sometimes I'll do, like, I'll let the actors or whatever come on and, like, do. Because I want to kind of, like, also open up, like, a social media platform so that, like, if people want to make random, like, stop. Like, I have friends in stop motion. If they want to make, like, an animation of me saying stupid shit and it's only six sec- seconds long, I'll yeah. post it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. stuff like that. Like, if you end up making, like, me out of, like, gourmet cheeses <laughs> or something. <laughs> I mean, that would I am going to make a with.
0: charcuterie chalet for friends Friendsgiving. Ooh. It's, like, a, it's, like. There's a meme that's like, fuck gingerbread houses. People are making charcuterie chalets. So it's a little cabin made of meat. Oh. Yeah. So I'm making that for my friends giving on Sunday.
1: Dude. I mean, I've had, we've had friends who've thrown parties that are literally charcuterie board parties and like people bring the, and then you get to vote on it and everyone just gets drunk and eats charcuterie. It's awesome. Um, But yeah. So like that, that whole, um,
0: I could make you out of cheese. I
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about well, it Well, right I now. saw you made Chris, what's his name out of- um, Cheese-its. Cheese-its, yeah. Cheese-it. Yeah, um, no, cheese is my no favorite pudding. food. Unfortunately, I can't have much of it anymore because <laughs> my doctor told me not to, <laughs> but-
0: <laughs> my, my greatest strength and my greatest weakness.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's my kryptonite, yeah. truly. Um, but, uh, oh, what was I going to say right before? No, you got me on meats and cheeses. <laughs> and now I can't think of what it was. Oh, it's it, the variety show aspect of it is just like trying to be like, you know, Eric Andre meets yeah. Jimmy Fallon meets Craig Ferguson. Oh, my God, I miss Craig Ferguson. Just a Craig platform Ferguson. for like just people to make their weird art. Everything. Yeah, so I love and, that. And I, and I want it to be a platform to people talk about their weird art. Yeah. So I just want it to be like a group fun you know, Group well that fund. that is that is. I I was asked like very seriously like the question of what I want to be when I grow up, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't have an answer because I've told you I don't, and I've got like really cornered and was like, no, you what? Just off the top of your head, tell me what? And I was like, I, talk show host. Like all like ultimate, yeah. absolute, ultimate dream is to be it. Like because I love people, I like talking to people, I yeah. like asking them questions, I like the focus to be about me, like. <laughs> Why wouldn't I want to do that? (laughs) That's (laughs) I mean,
0: podcasting is like the new talk show host because it's the coolest job. You just get to talk to people in this very dedicated way. Yeah. Like, you know, we would have the same kind of conversation on a hike, but like this is a little bit different because we're not checking our phones. We're not distracted. (laughs) Yeah. And it flows. But then you can talk to people that you don't know and people you disagree with and people from all walks of life and. Well, and it's, it's cool.
1: Well, and it's crazy, too, because it's like, I mean, not only did I learn so much about you when you came on mine, but also like, I mean, I bought your book and then read it in like a week. You yeah. know, I haven't Thank read a book in that. a week in years. Like the last time I read a book that, quack, quack, that, quack. <laughs> <laughs> that quick was like when Twilight came out. <laughs> and well, I was like in seventh well. grade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You and Stephanie Meyer are right on point.
0: Fuck, I mean, she made a lot more money than I did, but different goals.
1: <laughs> no, that book is great. I've been telling everyone about really? it. Really? Thank you. Yeah. It's a really good it means book.
0: means a lot um well this is great i just i'm so happy you got to come over and then we'll hike in the morning and yes oh my god you're the first number two guest the first repeat guest i know i can't wait to
1: listen to the episodes back to back too because now that we're like homies yeah
0: i'm gonna listen to our first episode and then listen to this one because it's like an evolution of our friendship right it's beautiful yay well thank you for having me thanks again all right bye kids bye baby